so today's show is gonna feature John Dacre. I still don't get that reference. Did you never you never watch the John Dacre videos? No. I or think, video? I think you told me to during this and then I forgot by the time we stopped recording. You forgot. I know Robo watched them because he commented on the Instagram post. Indeed, he did. It's uh, it, it goes way back. It's one of those early uh, meme vidyas. Hmm. I didn't yeah. have the internet back then. Nick was internetless. Uh, but if you're listening to this, that means you do have the internet on your pocket computer, folks. Welcome to the Trelure Blaziores. I'm one of your hosts, Mr. Ben Moon, joined by the indubitable, the unscrupulous, the unfathomable, Mr. Nick Kelly. The unnameable, as it turns out. The unnameable, except we did name you Nick Kelly. We're going to gloss over that, though. He's still a man of mystery. Yep, and uh, just at the top... Of the show here, we we must talk about our schedule for the month of August. Ah, uh, yes. This is the last podcast uh, episode you will hear from us in the month of August as we ramp up to Dragon Con. It's the road to Dragon Con, folks. Yeah, not to mention next Friday I have to officiate a wedding. The Monday after that, I'm getting four teeth extracted surgically, and so I'm not going to want to <laughs> talk on the Friday following that. No. And uh, these costumes are not going to make themselves, folks. I uh, I have to finish Ginyu Force Armor before the end of this month. Will I do it? I don't know. Even if I don't do it, I still have six other costumes I'm taking to Dragon Con. It'll be fine. Yeah, you'll be fine. I'd like to finish it, though. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. So, anyway, so just uh, it'll be a little bit of a hiatus for us. Anyway... Um, we have watched several things, so let's talk about what we done had watched this past week. What we done watched. Well, I'm going to start it off with, uh, season two of Only Murders in the Building is just as good as season one of Only Murders in the Building, and everyone should watch it if they like, uh, Steve Martin and Martin Short, and I like them, and I like to watch it. Excellent. Um, if you're a big fan of Westworld, um, you can. I've still been watching it. It's. I've still. Is it great? No, it's not. It's not great. Um, I'm still. I'm probably gonna finish it. You know, it's just one of those things. You're like, well, I started. I'm gonna be a completionista. I'm gonna finish it. Okay, it's not great. So it's just okay. I. I'll tell you what. I stopped watching Nick. I stopped watching Resident Evil. You can't really be that bad off. For having stopped watching it. No. This, this, I actually got angry when I quit this show. I was angry. Um, there's a scene where just a normal man is being held by two people. And this uh, character from, I guess, Resident Evil 4. It's this masked... He's got like a potato sack over his head or whatever. And he has a chainsaw. And they just show it, you know, on this guy's back. And I'm just like, this is... This is disgusting. This is gratuitous. It made me mad. It I didn't should, even it was, it was clock dis- it when I watched it. Well, I, 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 I immediately turned it off. And I immediately told Netflix, this is not for me. I took it off my list or whatever. Uh, I hate I hate. I now hate that show. The, 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 you know, like, it's just gratuitous violence. Like, just a, a regular old part. It wasn't like a... 
an enemy or you know like an antagonist not that that would necessarily make it that much better it was just this is it was just gross you know like why would you make this get out i'm done anyway i rage quit it i, rage I was quit probably a show. looking not, at my phone when it happened you may have been yeah <laughs> <laughs> so anyway don't recommend it anymore bye yeah i mean it wasn't like it was good or anything no. i just like ella Balinska, so i watched the whole thing oh wow you finished it yeah i finished oh, it well. Washington. I don't you think there's going to be any more. Okay, yeah, probably not. Uh, you watched... Oh, you've been binging something. Oh, here. yeah, I'm, I'm powering through Dragon Ball Z. Jess had never seen the like Dragon Ball Z or any of them, really. She's oh, seen wow. like a couple episodes here and there. Yeah. And so we're watching it. I got it on Blu-ray, as I had mentioned in previous episodes. So uh, we're in the Ginyu saga right now, or the Ginyu Force episodes, which is my favorite part. The best. And these... These DVDs are unedited, which is awesome because it turns out that the American version on Cartoon Network in the late '90s edited out 90% of like the story stuff and left like only the powering up and fighting. Like, there's so much stuff where it's like, oh, well, that's why these characters are around and doing things. You know, it turns out that the character development actually does exist in that show. They just edited out for the normal broadcast. Yeah, I, I just remember always being like, why is Yamcha here? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you understand that later. Like, if you watch these, Tien and Yamcha, and, and the reason that they're there. Well, I, I, you know, I, I do need to eventually go back through. Actually, I need to start Dragon Ball Super. Yeah, well, I'm watching this so I can watch Super, because I wanted to be caught up on everything. Yeah, for sure. Oh, is it, so is Jess liking it? Yeah. Oh, she's into it, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's it's the best. It's timeless, man, timeless. Yeah, I love it. It's great. All right, well, that's what we done had watched this past week, and we got some fun new news. This is the Dumb Dudes News Network. Not fun for everyone, but kind of fun for us. No, uh, we're not really going to dive into uh, Ezra Miller's uh, cult leader-like behavior. Yeah, he's what, traversing the countryside armed and <laughs> armored? Yeah, probably so. He, he's a um, he, he's perennially in the news uh, for all the wrong reasons, and I just I don't feel like talking about it anymore. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, but, but apparently they're not canceling this... Uh, uh, the Flash show, they're they're keeping they're gonna keep going with it. But however, we got news about a DC cancellation. So Warner Brothers and and HBO Max and all of this stuff are going through some transitional phases right now. HBO Max and Discovery Plus are combining into one streaming service, um, and they're trying to create less scripted content for HBO Max. And they canceled the Batwoman or Batgirl movie. That was 90-something percent completed. Unreal. It was in post-production. Unreal. Unreal. Yeah, and... Like, they shot the whole thing. They were just doing the final edits and stuff on it. I can't believe it. Like, I just... And we had talked about this in our in our just chatting on the internet. Um, why not just slap the CW logo on it and throw it out on CW? Like, if it was the quality was the issue... You can just dump it to CW. I I have two theories. Okay. The first is more boring, in that they're just those these things that they're canceling. They're using as tax write offs. 
which is probably what it is. Oh. Because they can claim it as failed and write it off on taxes, you know? Huh. As a, as a loss. Yeah. And number two is they saw it, and it's not very good, but it's probably just bland. And they were like, well, let's Snyder cut this thing. So they, they're taking it away to create a fan movement to see if they can create a fan movement where they will then air quotes cave to fan pressure and release it release it later where it will have controversy built hype built into it and then people will actually watch it i i think both those theories are plausible and these theories may be able to work together if they write it off as a a loss for this year, maybe they can still release it next year somehow if they change it or something. Yeah. If if your first theory is correct, this could turn into a documentary uh, like in like five years about the long lost Batgirl movie. Yeah. Like that They're Nicolas make... Cage Superman? Y- yes. Yeah, exactly. Uh, let me ask you this. Do, does DC have new leadership, or has there been any change in leadership over there? Yeah, there's a new uh, CEO or something at Warner Brothers who's trying to cut all of this stuff out of HBO Max. Because yeah, I saw this. They were trying to cut the stuff out of HBO Max, and that they are they are wanting to do a ten year plan for DC, similar to Kevin Feige's, you know, what he did. Yeah, but what he did was make a good Iron Man movie, and then slowly make more good movies made a good captain america movie made a good thor movie and then combine those into the avengers and then did that a second time and then started making 10-year plans they they keep trying to start at at phase three of marvel and it fails every time yeah yeah well we'll see what they can do i I don't have i'm not holding my breath i'll tell you that no i'm i just they also canceled this completely completed cgi scoob cartoon sequel and it's like what are you doing man like i don't know he's he's i don't want to release this yeah it's i don't know warner brothers has always been a clownish company yeah i think yeah clownish they're doing clownish things you know, here's what I think. You know how I always talk about how, like, the, all these CEOs are just wrecking. They just make bad decisions because they're out of touch. Like, all these car CEOs. But I'll give you a good example. I was on the road today. You know what vehicle I saw? I, I saw it. looked brand new, like 2022. Chevrolet Blazer. Okay? The, the K5 Blazer was just about as cool as the, the, the Ford Bronco back in the day. Okay? And it kind of looked like the Ford Bronco. This bla- And so the new Ford Bronco looks like the old Ford Bronco. Like, they took that design language and they they made it cool. I love it. The, this Blazer looked like um, a more edgy Ford Explorer, like a modern Ford Explorer. Yeah. No soul. No design. Absolutely no design language from the old, like, K5 Blazers. None. Okay? What are you doing? What, what are you doing? People... people are still in line to buy Broncos. And this is your Blazer. Nobody nobody wants, nobody cares about this. It, it was the first time I've ever even seen it. I, I was like, what is this? I haven't seen this car. And I pulled up and it was like, it says a Blazer. This is a Blazer? I couldn't believe it. I was like, I was just appalled. You should you have know? rammed them. 
Yeah, I should have done that police maneuver where you where you get on their corner and you you turn the wheel and it like spins them and they, <laughs> you know, should have done that. Yeah, you should be ashamed of yourself for, for buying this car. I can't believe you. You're a you're a disgrace. This is embarrassing. I was embarrassed for them too. Yeah, Nick was uh, for sure. I called Nick. We were we were FaceTiming while I was driving. It was very safe. Yep. Uh, anyway, um, these the CEOs, they're messing up everything. They're out of touch. Am I well, so out of touch that... No, it's the consumers who are wrong. <laughs> That's a Simpsons reference. There will be many of those to come in my life. It's all I yeah. speak in, in Simpsons references. Well, and also, like you're about to officiate a wedding where it's like a giant Simpsons reference. Yeah, I'm wearing a stonecutter's uniform. <laughs> <laughs> uh pretty crazy pretty pretty crazy okay so let's uh let's get into these here new 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 uh, new 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 uh trailers folks we have an adele levine adele levine not adele related levine. to ever levine no is she still performing uh yeah i think so i think she is too are we older than her I think she's like the same as me. Yeah, that sounds about right. I, th- I think I think I'm just a touch older than her. A v- real Levine. Okay, so anyway, th- we're gonna start this this list off with the strongest trailer of them all. Yeah, this is great. This is maybe the strongest Star Wars trailer for the series so far, and we have the first trailer, the real trailer, non teaser trailer for Andor. It is incredible. This is an incredible trailer incredible it is it looks like the best star wars series and this is just from this little trailer i'm gonna say something i'm gonna say something strong here strong opinion this is the best star wars trailer since the force awakens i agree uh this is there's nothing about like i really like rogue one i think it's a great movie yeah but there's nothing that should make me more excited for something about Cassian Andor than for Obi-Wan Kenobi. And this looks just looks better. It does. It does. It almost doesn't even look like a Star Wars movie or, or, or show. It looks like like some a mix between a Star Wars film and um, who directed Aliens Prometheus? Um, Ridley Scott or Ridley James Scott. Cameron? This looks like a like Ridley Scott made a Star Wars show. Yeah, it does look like that. Uh I think maybe because they filmed on location rather than in the volume. Uh, like could be. Maybe you don't realize how important that is, and then you don't. Then you get something else that's outside of it in the same world, and it's like, oh, this is actually this looks way better. Yeah, I mean, I, this is just gritty Star Wars. Star Wars is best when it's gritty in mm-hmm. the trenches. Yep. Uh, and that's what this is. I cannot wait for this. Yeah, uh, Stellan Skarsgård seems really cool. He's like, a, he looks yeah. like he's like a senator or something that's in the alliance, like with Mon Mothma. Yeah. Yeah, this is. I think this is gonna be great. Who and then, I don't know. Forget who's directing this, or is it different directors? It's, it's made by different directors, but it's Tony Gilroy is running the whole show and he's the one who directed or he wrote rogue one uh he Uh didn't direct it garth uh what's his name gareth edwards directed yeah that's right that's right but uh tony gilroy wrote all of andor and he wrote rogue one 
Yeah, I don't know who cut this trailer. They did it. It was awesome. This yeah. is such a good trailer. It's really good. It's, I'm yeah. pretty excited about this. Way more excited than when they announced it. Because when they yeah. announced it, I was like, oh, okay. I, yeah. Ex- ex- <laughs> <laughs> My life has been like that all <clears throat> lately. It's just like, like you meet a group of people, and the person that you are like, well, we're not going to have, probably not going to be friends. And then it's like, oh, this is the person I talk to the most. Yep. Or, you know, stuff like that. Or I, I'm, I'm not going to really like this part of the meal and that's the part of the meal you like the best yeah that's been happening all these little been, surprises i love a surprise i hey i like a twist i like a life twist a life twist is sometimes better than like a fiction twist sometimes like with a reality stranger in fiction wasn't that what they say that's what they say but who's they the inimitable collective them ah yes all right so anyway we're very excited about andor and that's when is it coming out it's well. It was supposed to come out in August, but now it's coming out September twenty first, and they're releasing three episodes at once to start. Okay, that's right. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, speaking of, we're we're recording on Friday. Uh, Sandman came out today on. Yeah. on uh, we're gonna watch on. started after this. Oh, nice. Okay. Josh is like vibrating trying to watch that thing. <laughs> I think I'm gonna uh, play TMNT, TMNT Shredder's Revenge after this. Excellent. Anyway, okay, let's talk about this next trailer, which is Running with the Devil, the world, the wide world of John McAfee. So, I'm not a documentary guy. I usually don't watch them, but I want to watch this. This looks yeah. weird. <laughs> it does look weird. This, so, if you guys don't know, John McAfee is the guy who started uh, McAfee Antivirus, and he like moved to the islands in the Caribbean. His story is kind of similar to Kim.com. I don't know if you've ever heard of Kim.com, the guy who uh, started MegaUpload.com. Very kind of similar type stories. That they both were arrested. Uh, anyway, this this looks wild. This dude lived a buck wild life. And that's the word you, 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 you even wrote buck wild. Yep. And it's that's buck what this wild. Is. This trailer's buck wild. Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm definitely gonna watch this. Yeah, I wanna watch it. This guy's life seems like insane and it's hard to believe it's real, so Yeah. I remember reading a long form article in Wired about Kim dot com and they, they talked about McAfee in that article as well, just because the stories are so similar, but uh yeah, I've gotta see this. So that's coming I think it's Netflix, right? Netflix uh Yep. Netflix yeah, documentary. documentary. Mm-hmm. All right, so then we have a trailer for the Banshees of Anishirin. Yep. This is the plot of this is two lifelong friends find themselves at an impasse when one abruptly ends their relationship with alarming consequences for both of them. So this is from Martin McDonough, who's one of my favorite directors of all time. He made In Bruges, Seven Psychopaths, and Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri, which are all good. Uh, Colin Farrell's in all of his movies, and uh, Brendan Gleeson's in in this and In Bruges. Um, He's really good. It's like dark comedy, uh, but like Irish dark comedy. So, you know, very, very, uh, what's the word here? Melancholy. Kind of, but like deeply funny in a upsetting way. <laughs> <laughs> That's got Mad-Eye Moody in it. Mad-Eye Moody, yeah. Brendan Gleeson. He's not in anything Brent. bad. Brendan Gleeson, he's he's great. I always see him, and I feel safe if he's in what I'm watching. Like, oh, there's Brendan Gleeson. This is at least that good. Yeah, this this does like the acting and everything looks good. I don't know that this is my type of movie. I don't know that I'd like this. Maybe not. It's definitely my type of movie. Movie a moody Irish 
dark comedy. It works for me. I don't know if you yeah. would. I don't know if you'd like any of his movies, but I like them all. And that's and that's great. I'm I'm really happy for you. I think Colin Farrell should have got Best Actor for In Bruges. Hmm. Did anybody watch that movie? Uh, yeah, I did. Hmm. I have it on Blu-ray. You bought it on the Blu-ray. It has Ray Fiennes in it, and he screams at a telephone. Oh. Is that like the apex of the movie, him screaming at a telephone? Well, it's right before. And then he goes he goes after Colin Farrell and Brendan Gleeson, because they're like mob guys. Oh. And then... What's he... Sc- uh, Brendan Gleeson was supposed to kill Colin Farrell, but he can't do it. And then Ray Fiennes get fed, gets fed up with him not killing him, and he goes to kill him. It's very funny. It's like all the, comedic. Does he, what is he screaming to the phone? Where's my pizza? I would say it, but I can't on our family oh. friendly podcast. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I've been skirting around what he actually says. Oh, I gotcha. Okay. All right. So this is, uh, is this, this is not coming out in theaters in America. It can't. It's probably no coming way. out on limited release like all of his other movies did. Mm. Yeah, three, so. three Billboards was nominated for Best Picture, though. So oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Maybe that was kind of div- of a divisive movie, though. All of his like, movies are divisive. Ah. Uh, if you don't like dark comedies, you won't like them. So. Well, there but you. But I go. like dark comedies. Well, and there you have it. And there it is. Uh, all right. So then we have a trailer for Pinocchio. Pinocchio. This is uh, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio, not the Tom Hanks one. No, this is a stop motion. Yeah, stop motion. Uh, it says a darker version of the classic children's fairy tale of a wooden puppet that transforms into a real living boy. So it probably has the fantastical Guillermo del Toro, del Toro elements that we are uh, often gifted with. And the cast is pretty good. We got Ewan McGregor, we got Kate Blanchett, whose name or whose voice I, I heard and recognized within a second. We have Ron Perlman, as we do with all Guillermo del Toro projects, you know. Everybody in this is pretty good. Christoph Waltz. Yeah. The you and McGregor's voice puts me at ease. He's like he's like he's got like that Jesus voice that uh-huh. just it just soothes and calms you. Does he does he do that to you? Oh yeah, absolutely. Hello there. He, he he's like yeah, his voice is like a warm blanket. I like to, to watch Moulin Rouge and just listen to him talk and sing. Yeah. He as he gets older, he he gets this like granddad energy that I just want him to like read me books on tape, you uh, know? Yeah, why do, why why doesn't he do that? Maybe he'll be in Scotland when I'm there and I can go find yeah. him. He should oh, he should make some ASMR videos. That would be good. That would be good. Uh so this uh Hollywood why do they do this? There's there's they're making the same type of movie at the same time. Pinocchio, they you know Disney's doing one, they got to do this other one. Why? Well, you got to cash in on that mad pinocchio hype then okay that mad Pin- i i will say i do like that this is beautiful first of all this is yeah. absolutely beautiful had to take forever to make i i love the the fairy like the way that the design and stuff of the fairy the way it looks yep uh, the whole it, thing's beautiful though it looks better than the disney one uh, yeah it does so, it does this one's gonna be on netflix on uh, in december Netflix in December. Okay. I, I probably won't even watch the Disney one. Yeah, no, I don't want to. I never even watched the... I, I mean, I've seen it, but the Disney Pinocchio, the animated one, wasn't one of my go-tos when I was a kid. I've seen it a bunch. 
a bunch of times. Uh, all right, so then we have a trailer for Spirit Halloween, the movie. I'm really excited that this exists. Uh, <laughs> the plot is when a Halloween store opens in a deserted strip mall, three friends thinking they've outgrown trick-or-treating decide to spend the night locked inside. But their night of spook-filled fun uh, soon turns to outlandish survival. So this is like a low-budge, obviously it's just a giant commercial for Spirit Halloween, which is a real store. And a, yeah, and this uh, like great value Justin Long kid that they got. <laughs> great value Justin Long. Uh, this is you know Spirit Halloween is sort of this like collectively known quantity. Yep. You know, it's like a zeitgeisty type thing every time this in this part of the year, the the spoopy season, and uh, and so. Yeah, this is just a big commercial, though. But you know what's funny is the reason that this exists is because someone made a wiki for Spirit Halloween Store, and then they started making lore for, like, the different characters that they sell, like, animatronics and stuff of. So uh, the guy who runs the wiki is is sometimes on the Judge John Hodgman podcast, uh, just because Hodgman thinks it's funny that it even has a wiki. And he's just like this kid, and it's really funny, and... The fact that this exists is very funny to me. Does that kid have the same energy as uh, the birds aren't real guy? <laughs> the kid has the energy of a guy who made a wiki as a joke, and then a bunch of people started paying attention to him, and he's just like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. That's yeah. actually pretty will this you think Will this be the right kind of bad for you? I think it might be. I want to check it out. I want to watch it. It might be the right kind of cheesy where I enjoy watching yeah. it. Yeah, that's that, that's the big question for this, yeah. for sure. All right, so then we have a trailer for Bulletproof. The wrong kind of bad. Oh, God, it really is. This is, um, it, it, honestly, this has big Saban energy, BSE. Yep, it's not Saban, but it it no. is in spirit, Saban. Yeah, it's like a Bruce Willis movie without Bruce. A late Bruce Willis movie without Bruce. It has uh, Bullet Tooth Tony from Snatch, who is Vinnie Jones. And yeah. this is called Bulletproof, so I kept calling it Bullet Tooth when I was watching it. But uh, <laughs> he was also the juggernaut in X-Men 3. Oh, that's right. that's where I've seen him. I was yeah. like, yeah, I remember from something. Okay. Yeah, this looks terrible. Yeah, well, awful. Awful. It's probably the worst one of this week. Yeah. it's not. This is sub-Saban. Subs, it really is. This is sub Saban. You may have big Saban energy, but you're not actual Saban, so you are sub Saban. They probably had irredeemable test screenings. <laughs> that's a uh, that's a reference to Batgirl. Yeah, we forgot to mention that uh, one of the reasons they cited canceling it was that it said the it had irredeemable test screenings. Uh, I wish I could see, because, you know, I guess they have, like, forms that they have to, like, put comments on. I wish I could read those. Here's the thing. is the And it annoys me. It works. If the if it is the, the conspiracy that I mentioned about them shelving it to get people to want to watch it, if, some, if someone says something has an irredeemable test screening, my Mystery Science Theater heart needs to see it. Yeah. Like I'll do anything to see it, but I I will have more fun seeing it if they don't want me to see it than if they release it. Like if someone leaks it, no there's no stopping me. Uh, I'll do anything to anything, see it. That's what anything. you said. 
Yeah, no, that's um, that. Every mystery science theater bone in my body needs to see this movie now. Uh, and and uh, you you are cut from the same cloth as a lot of people in this regard. And yeah. so there's going to be tons of people that are clamoring to see it for for this for the exact same reasons you are. And it makes me think like if they do this documentary in five years of of this mystery movie, somehow they will get a hold of like the comment section of these irredeemable screen test yeah. screenings, right? My cousin said all, all we need is one annoyed VFX artist to release it. Cause they all have, they always have it on their computers. They do it. Like if one of them didn't get paid like enough or yeah. whatever, That's yeah, all we didn't need. get paid on time. That's all we need now. Okay. So now I don't care about seeing uh back girl, but, but this uh, documentary in my mind's eye or whatever. Yeah. Now I have to see this. I have to. I want to. I want to see that. Yeah. To for people who thought Zack Snyder making like five movies was a good idea, for them to see something and and find this unacceptable, I have to see it. Yeah. Wait. Now the people that made this uh, are the aren't they the directors that did uh, Mar- uh, Miss Marvel? Yeah, Adeline Blal. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't. Wow. Uh, yeah, I don't know. They didn't post much about it. Uh, the girl who played Bat Batgirl was posting a lot about it, but they didn't say anything. Oof, that's gotta feel bad if you're the main actress and you're posting like you're really excited about it, and then this happens. Like, do you go back and delete your posts? Like, what do you do in shame? Like, delete like a shame delete. I think she she deleted some maybe, but she left up the ones that were like the crew worked really hard and thanks to the crew and stuff. So yeah. Oh gosh. Ugh. Painful. That's what, that's what you get for going DC, man. Yeah. Sorry. You know? All right. So then we have a trailer for God's country with old Tandy Newton. This is God's country. (laughs) (laughs) This is godless country. It just makes me think of Gus Johnson's series of YouTube videos. God's country. Where he's in Wisconsin at his parents' house drinking oh, in the yard. Yes. Walking around being like, there were horse, we used to have the horses back here, but Ma killed them all. And she's like, I didn't, we never had any horses. Those, those videos are fantastic. Those, those videos translate really well because like, I'm not from Wisconsin, but I found those videos hilarious. Yeah, it's very good. It's so very this, good. Is not, this is sadly not Gus Johnson's God's Country. This is Thandie Newton's. Uh, it says, when a grieving college professor confronts two hunters she catches trespassing on her property, she's drawn into an escalating battle of wills with catastrophic consequences. Sounds kind of good on paper, but the trailer's kind of a snooze fest, if you ask me. Yeah, I don't know. This could be really tense. And, like, good that way. And, like, Thandie Newton is good. She rules. Yeah. But, like... I don't know. It kind of reminds me. There's that. Uh, there's that movie with uh, Jeremy Renner and Elizabeth Olsen about the murder on the reservation. Uh, it reminds me of that movie. The trailer. Mm. I can't. Wind River. Wind River. Yeah, it reminds me of that. And that yes. movie was all right. Wind River. Okay. Well, this is. Uh, this looks like probably gonna go straight to streaming, most likely. Yeah, this will be on HBO or something. Yeah, something like that. This is the kind of movie where if I don't watch it the first day it gets put on there, I never do. Oh yeah, you'll never see it. Yeah. Mm-mm. It'll and it'll just end up in the some in some, in the back of some list in HBO Max, like you know that you scroll. Yep. It's like the one at the end. Yep. Uh, all right, so then we have a trailer for House of Darkness. 
Yeah, not to be confused with the previous name for Agatha House of Harkness, which is no. This is a Justin Long Saban. Saban. So Saban uh, has Justin Long. Uh, what's that old Sega game? That's not called House of Darkness, was it? What's that old Sega game? I never had a Sega. Well, it's uh, let's if I start typing it into Google. Oh, is it House of the Dead? Yeah, House of the yeah. Dead. Okay, then that's different. That I think um, Uwe Boll, Uwe Boll made a House of the Dead movie. 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 Well, I want to read the summary for this one because it's kind of hard to follow. It says Justin Long and Kate Bosworth star in this seductive thriller from director Neil Labute of The Wicker Man. That's a that's a good thing to start off with. Driving home to her secluded estate after. Meeting at a local bar, a player out to score, yeah, yeah, Justin Long is a player, sure, out to score, thinks his beautiful, mysterious date will be another casual hookup. While getting acquainted, their flirtation turns play- playful, sexy, and sinister. Hoping to get lucky, his luck may have just run out. What a synopsis. <laughs> Grief. Yeah, so uh, this said something about, like, a twist on the Bram Stoker classic, and I was like, Dra- Dracula? Yeah, like, I was like, "What Bram Stoker classic?" I, I don't, I don't, I've never heard of it. Like, is it called House of Darkness? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, we were like, "Does he have one called House of Darkness?" And then like, he he wrote a book while he was like going insane at the end of his life called like The Lair of the White Worm or something. Jess knows all about that kind of stuff, but uh, I don't think Justin Long was trying to hook up with bar girls in that book. So who knows? A girl, a girl with like a a uh, Alice in Wonderland dress and a choker. Yeah, just when when she came on the screen, Kate Bosworth, just is like, I bet her head falls off if you take the choker off. <laughs> <laughs> Probably so. Yeah. So uh, they're gonna miss me with this one, you know. They're gonna miss everyone. No one watches mm-hmm. Saban movies. Nobody watch. They don't even come out. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we have a trailer for Echoes, not to be considered with Echo. No. Uh, this is Echoes. I'm much more interested in Echo, but this is Echoes. Lenny and Gina are identical twins who have secretly swapped their lives since they were children, culminating in a double life as adults. But one of the sisters goes missing, and everything in their perfectly schemed world turns into chaos. This seems like it should have been a perfect uh, entry in Steph and Brad's podcast, Seeing Double. I bet they will talk about it. Um, I love Michelle Monaghan. Uh, I love that she's getting cast as non non wife roles because she they ever only ever put her as people's wife and things which right. drove me insane for the longest amount of time, but now Netflix is like she was like a detective in that one show that Messiah show, and then this one she's like got like a creepy twin thing going on. It's I like it. I like that she's getting this kind of stuff. I don't really want to watch this movie, but I'm, I I root from her or for her from the sidelines. Yeah, she's going to have to get through this stage though. Like she keeps getting these non-wife roles, but they're none of these things are good. Like it's kind of it feels like a waste, right? Yeah, I just she's a working actress, but I, I just feel like she has more range than There's just people some people are just better than the the chances that they get. And we talk about that all the time. We do. Who listen, I move towards a vote of no confidence for the agents of Monahan and Winnick and whoever the other person. Who was the other person we talked about? Uh, Chancellor week? Valorum. Chancellor of Valorum. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was uh, the dude that played Angel in X Men. Yeah, yeah, Ben Foster. Yeah, yeah. so these, these people, 
these projects that they're choosing, man, it's just these people are above the these people are above the projects that they're that they're involved in. Yep. So, and that's the bottom line. Love Michelle Monaghan. Don't want to watch this movie. Sorry. No, sorry. All right. So then, uh, then we have a trailer for One Way. Yeah. <laughs> the plot of this is Freddie, a petty criminal, is on the run with a bag full of cash and coke. He's way over his head and hurt bad. With a bullet in his guts, he's running out of time. Fast. <laughs> All right. So this stars uh, Kevin Bacon and it stars Machine Gun Kelly as Freddie. And we got Ragnar, speaking of Vikings, we got Ragnar. Uh, Drea de Mateo from Sopranos is in this. And, you know, it looks pretty bad. Looks real bad. Um, Machine Gun Kelly is a mystery to me. He makes me question reality because people want to see him. I guess he is a musician. Uh, people want to see this person do music, do a music. And he's in this. He's not like... To me, he's not as attractive as his girlfriend, uh, Megan Fox. And so we wonder, you know, Nick and I, before the podcast, we're trying to figure this out. Like, why is someone like Megan Fox with Machine Gun Kelly? It must be because she, she's she got to be terrible. That's got to be... Is that it? Yeah, she just has to be pretty terrible. And and like I was saying before, she's probably the kind of terrible where it's not really her fault altogether. She was probably made terrible based on her position in life. Uh, but she's probably terrible because this guy seems terrible. I don't know him. Um, Me- Megan Fox is like reverse uh, weird science. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> reverse weird science. Yeah. Megan Fox is reverse weird science in a bad way. Uh, yeah, Ke- Kevin Bacon just he just he's just, he's a working actor at this point, right? I mean. I, I was surprised to see Kevin Bacon, but then I had to think about it. And it's like Kevin Bacon's first movie was Friday the 13th. He's uh, in Tremors. He's in some pretty goofy stuff. Yeah, it's but he's like, also in... He's also like the main bad guy in uh, X-Men First Class. Yeah, he's Shaw in that. So it may I guess maybe like he just is like Kevin Bacon. He's not precious about things like... He's not in no. any prestige things that I can think of, like real fancy movies. Yeah, that's true. You're right. Maybe he's like uh, uh, Kurt Russell who likes movies like this. Like Kurt Russell likes action movies and like goofy movies. He doesn't like highbrow movies. And that's huh. why he's in like Kurt Russell type movies, you know? Yeah, I mean, if I was an actor in Hollywood, I wouldn't want to be in highbrow movies either. I don't want to be in, like, Marvel movies and stuff, yeah, Star Wars. that's what Kurt Russell, that's how Kurt Russell is. That's why he made all those John Carpenter movies. That's the kind of movie he likes. And maybe Kevin Bacon is just not very precious about stuff. Because Kevin Do Bacon I, was in The Purge, too, I think. Or uh, Was he really? It was either him or Ethan Hawke. Was he in Wild Things, too? Like, terrible, terrible? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well... Now, now I'm liking Kurt Russell more now that I think oh, about it. Oh, I love it. Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell's the best. <laughs> yeah. Was it, uh, was it, was it, it wasn't Universal Soldier. What's the, sol- is the movie just called Soldier? What's the movie he's in where he, he's like the, not a robot soldier, but he's, you know, he's like genetically enhanced. Is it just called Soldier? Yeah, Soldier, 1998. Yeah. 98, man. Golly. Wow. My favorite Kurt Russell movie is The Thing. 
And I also love Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah, it's great. And uh, I love Escape from New York. Snake Plissken. All right, so the last uh, trailer, the 11th trailer that we have is... Can you hear that? I hear something. My, my child is wailing, probably because we're making him go to bed. Maybe he's a banshee of Inisherin. I know you hear that. <laughs> That's peaking on your audio. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> God. Ridiculous. All right. All right, the the 11th trailer that we have here is for Cyberpunk Edge Runners. This is something we've talked about, talked about previously. It's a anime Cyberpunk yep. movie, uh, but this is an actual trailer, like uh, like full length, I think. Even though it's like not a very well cut trailer, I'll, get, yeah, I'll tell you that. Yeah, I can't tell what it's about, and uh, no, I don't have the synopsis for it. But it's a Cyberpunk anime based on the game. Um, the aesthetics are all like the game. Only it probably goes a little more in depth into the actual livability of the world than the game did. Yeah, they seem to feature a lot of like moves from the game, like abilities that you get in the game. Yep. Like they they kind of feature that in here. It looks really violent, don't you think? Yeah, that might be off-putting. Uh, I think I, for me it might be. Yeah, I might check it out. Sometimes you and I line up very very closely on that front. Like, I know we both hate the boys because of that. Yeah, just gratuitous, gross violence. But then sometimes you'll freak out about a chainsaw guy that I didn't notice. <laughs> I, I seriously think you were looking at your I phone. I must have been looking at my phone because I, I still don't know what you're talking I remember the chainsaw guy and I remember them killing him. But I don't remember him just chainsawing a dude. It was a, a, Yeah, there's a, like two dudes were holding him. This other, just like our normal human and he comes up behind him and, and it's just, oh God. I hated it. I hated it. Peaced out of that real quick. Hmm. Uh, all right. Well, that does it for all the new, new trailers, folks. And that brings us to the trailer mailers. You've got mail. Yeah. So we had a fun question. Uh, we were talking about David Bowie last week. And we said, if we if we get Bowie back, we wanted you to cast him in a movie. And we got we got four responses and all of them are good. They're all so good. Kevin started off and he said, I feel like Bowie works best best with ethereal type characters. If we get him back, make him an elf in Lord of the Rings, similar to like Thranduil or Celebrimbor. I know both of these are already casted characters, but I'm less versed in Lord of the Rings knowledge than you, and I think he's he'd be a solid pick for that like hauntingly enchanting flavor that Tolkien elves can bring to the table. Bowie Celebrimbor is the biggest brain genius move. Like, I read this and was instantly like, well, now I want it. Uh-huh. Kevin, this is such a genius idea. Yeah, like, he was the first person to answer because he texted it to me. And he just, like, knocked it out of the park immediately. Really did. Such a good answer. Jay also had a good answer. Um, he said he could have played a Bond villain. Yeah, yeah. he would be an awesome Bond villain. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> He'd be so good. Like, just look how good he was in, in Prestige. Like, he makes that whole movie as Tesla. Yeah. It's the coolest thing ever. Uh, Jess had had strong opinions here. She said, obviously Lucifer and Sandman, since he was the visual inspiration for the comic depiction. Or more hypothetically, and in the vein of Marvel, I'd love to see how Bowie would play Mr. Sinister. Gah. 
These are these answers are so killer. Mm-hmm. I want all this. I do too, especially Steph's. Steph said, "Have him film his Blade Runner twenty forty nine scenes, uh, and edit him into the film." Yep, he was supposed to be Wallace. Neander Wallace is based on, like, the way that they designed him is based on the album cover cover for Heathen, David Bowie's Heathen album. And he was supposed to be him. And that would have been amazing. That would have been amazing. Uh, no doubt. Ain't no doubt about it. Love me that David Bowie. Uh, well, uh, we don't really have a question this week. So I don't know that there's really anything to write into us about. Unless they just want to like write hate mail. <laughs> if you're mad that we're taking a hiatus for the month of August because of our hobbies and uh surgeries <laughs> you can follow us on instagram and let us know at trailer blazers podcast uh or you can send us a nasty email at trailerblazerspod at gmail.com uh you can follow us on twitter if you want to know when a new episode drops at trailer underscore blazers and if you're feeling extremely generous you can rate and review us on apple podcasts uh, but it only works with five star reviews uh, if you do any less than a five star review a uh a bird will poop on you, and Quick Mickey's going to tell you what happens if you leave a five-star review. Yeah, baby, I'll tell you what's going to happen. Now, listen, if you go on there, if you go on there and and you're mad because we we talked down about Machine Gun Kelly or about Reverse Weird Science Megan Fox, I don't, if you're fans of those people, I'm very sorry about the way that these fellas talk about those people. You know, it's different strokes for different folks. So think, think, remember that when you're leaving that five-star review. You think, well, I might, might, I might knock it down to four stars because they was, they was, uh, what's the word, Nick, when they're talking about? Somebody in a biting way, cutting them down. Smack talking? Well, I, I, well, that's a colloquialism, I suppose. But listen, don't think about that. Think about all the good things that these fellas do. They're doing this for your entertainment. They ain't got no sponsors and nothing like that. So just forget about the bad stuff. That is the tip. <laughs> Thank you, Quick Mickey. Effervescent, reticulated, resplendent, as always. For the Trailer Blazers, my name is Nick Kelly, and I had irredeemable test screenings. Happy Trailers. And I'm Ben Moon, and I live in God's country. <laughs> Happy Trailers. We have horses over there, but my <laughs> Welcome back, folks, once again to the vid Yo Games. One quarter portion of the show, folks. We actually have the Vid Games portion back because there's stuff to talk about. Yep. I haven't played anything, but when I get my teeth pulled out and I'm off for a week, I'm going to try and play Horizon Forbidden West. Oh, yeah, that's a good move. Yep. Um, so I've been pl- I've actually been playing Guards in the Galaxy. Remember how I told you I was like halfway through or more? Yeah, I was not. Okay, no. I was like a quarter of the way through. <laughs> that game's a lot longer than I thought it was. Oh yeah. Um, so still been playing that, but I actually activated my um, Xbox Live or Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. Yeah. Yeah, I got a three month thing of it, 
dude, it's awesome. Yeah, like, you Jess stream, has you, it. It's unbelievable. You stream games. There's so many games. Yep. Yeah, Jess like, has been you... going through that thing. Oh my gosh! Like I can't even believe it. Uh, so I've been playing Shredder, TMT Shredder's Revenge, and I started playing Raji that uh, that Indian game that we like that kind of isometric uh, Indian game. Yep, I remember the trailer. So it, yeah, it's beautiful. It's fun. Like the music is great. Um, so I've been I've been liking that. Uh, so I'm probably gonna try to beat Shredder's Revenge tonight. I love Shredder's Revenge, man. So good. Oh, so good. I love just the everything about it. It's a throwback. Total throwback. Who are you playing as mainly? Donatello, man. Uh, but I also have been playing as April O'Neil. She's pretty fun. Yeah, I, I played as... Well, I started as Donatello, but I wasn't fast enough. So I had to switch to someone faster. So I switched to April because she's really fast. Yeah, she's fast. Yeah, Donatello just has that reach. Yep. Uh, Leonardo has the best jump attack. Yeah, he does. It definitely does. Um, so anyway, so that's what I've been playing. Um, but uh, we've got some one ind- piece of industry new news. Yeah, this is cool. So EA is uh, in development with Marvel for a open world Black Panther video game. This is really early development stuff, but it's going to be uh, uh, Black Panther open world, kind of hopefully, hopefully in the vein of the Spider-Man games that uh, Insomniac made. But who knows? It seems cool. Yeah. It seems cool. I will say I'm really only interested in it if I know who's making it and they have like a pedigree or like a reputation for this like good, good, good. Yeah, true. Uh, so I really it just says it says EA is reportedly working on. Huh. I'm trying to think of who would what um, developers at EA. It says uh, it's the development team uh, is comprised of former members of monolith productions which previously is most well known for shadow of mordor which i loved oh. shadow of mordor okay so this has some potential then yeah i wonder yeah. if it'll have the nemesis system then that hey that might be kind of cool that might be kind of cool yeah i think i might be in it black panther would be a fun character to play yeah for sure um it almost would be like similar, some somewhat similar to the way that Venom played in Ultimate Spider-Man uh-huh. for Xbox and PS2. So uh, that yeah, that, I could be down with this now. Yeah, no, I'm gonna. I'll, I mean, I'm certain I'll play. It. I played all the Marvel games that have come out. Yeah. So we'll we'll be looking looking for that. Looking forward to that and uh, and seeing a trailer and whatnot. Yep. Um, we do have three trailers, three video game trailers. Not really no, anything we have special because you left that cyberpunk one in. There. Oh, <laughs> guys! I put the cyberpunk trailer in the video game sections like a doofus, like a, da- <laughs> a ding dang doofus, a fool, a, a fool of a took. Uh, so we have two. One is called Sherlock Holmes: The Awakened. Yeah, so this is a Sherlock Holmes Lovecraft game, and I know where they got the idea from this. Oh, it's where Neil Gaiman wrote a short story called A Study in Emerald which is a Sherlock Holmes story set in the H.P. Lovecraft world. And it is real good. And uh, I guarantee that's the inspiration of this game. Yeah, I bet I bet it is. This is not really up my alley. I've never been interested in like Sherlock Holmes, never been into it. But um, some people probably will be. I like Sherlock Holmes. I've read, I, I've read them all. Well, audiobooked them all. Right. They're not like... Like, every Sherlock Holmes book 
is turns out to be like a guy in a mask. It's very Scooby Doo esque. Is it really? No one ever talks about that, but it is. It's always like a guy like in a mask, and it's I don't know. I I like Sherlock Holmes stuff sometimes. Like I like the Robert Downey Jr. movies. Um, I never watched the the Benedict Cumberbatch one. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It depends. I like hmm. I like Lovecraft stuff though. Is uh, is Sherlock Holmes the inspiration for Scooby Doo? I'm telling you, it's all very Scooby Doo esque. It's always a guy in a mask. Huh. So anyway, this is uh, this is coming out. Um, the other one is uh, other trailer we have here is Project S, and this is a puzzle solving game, like kind of an open world, very similar to The Witness. Yeah, well, it, it has massive The Witness vibes. Yeah. Um, I, this, I actually kind of dug this trailer. It's kind of an intriguing trailer. I really, it has like really good music. Um, I really dug the music. I um, like The Witness. Like Adam Ellis told me to play that, and so I, I got it because it was the game of the month or whatever. Right. And I played a lot of it until I was so stuck I couldn't do anything. Uh, but I got pretty far in it. I feel like a lot of people have that same story that played The Witness. Yeah, there's just a, came a point where I just couldn't. Like the world was too big, I didn't know where to go, and I just yeah didn't know what to do. And he left. He left the witness. Yep. So, all right. Well, that really is all the Vigi game content we have this week. That's all I got. That's all. That's it, buddy. For okay, well, for the Trelure Blazures, I'm Ben Moon, and Cowabunga, it is. And I'm Nick Kelly, and I'm still, my character is still standing in the witness, waiting for me to come back and finish the puzzle. Happy Trailsers. Ah, yes. This is the last podcast uh, episode you will hear from us in the month of August as we ramp up to... Armageddon.